It's his second time through and he hasn't even taken a hit yet. He's a wizard. Do you realize how many outside systems I've gone into? How many programs I've appropriated? You were recruited by the Starling to defend... To defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? Damage report! Guidance system out. Auxiliary steering out. Defense! She won't answer the helm. What do we do? We die. You're listening to the Gamers Must Die podcast. I'm your host, Ben Malahan, here with Alex Moreau and Jared Riley. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. What's up with you guys this week? A lot of fucking nothing. Yeah. So much school. Pissing me off so much. Yeah, that's a real problem for you. (laughs) I've got like about 10 hours of group work. Group work a week now just makes me seriously want to punch people. I've never been so like violently inclined in my life. You know, I, yeah, I saw your Facebook post about that, and I totally empathize with you because there's nothing stupider in college and really high school, but mostly in college than fucking group projects. The stakes are just so much higher in college. It's like 40% of my grade depends upon these just absolute fucking imbeciles. See, I don't get why professors do that because, first of all, uh, group projects resemble nothing like what you do in the real world. Like, no. oh, it prepares you for working with people. No, it doesn't. When you're in the fucking real world, people are, they want to keep their jobs. Exactly. And they're <laughs> groomed in some sense. Like, they have resumes and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. fear of being fired. There's the, like, And they have incentive for being there. Exactly. But no, group projects, it's just pretty much people join my group and they're just like, fuck you. <laughs> God, why? It's, like, it's like a contest. To be like people don't want to be the person who's like guiding everything, but they also don't want to be come off as if they're lazy. So like they do the minimum amount possible to pretend they're contributing. I tried to be like a motivational leader. Like we can do this, you guys. We're totally going to get an A. We just have to try our hardest. But that degenerated really quickly into me just being the bitch boss. Yeah. And I would have to send them messages that were just like, get your shit together. I swear to God, if you don't have that page typed up by tomorrow. Like, yeah, did you actually have, did you actually say like literal things like that? Um, slightly more polite than that. Yeah. But that was definitely the undertone. Like that was the implication. So it, it was just classic Bellingham passive aggressive then. Yes. Like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> like nice. just deliciously passive aggressive about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sucks to be you. How about you guys? Uh, Jared, I'm sure there's nothing. <laughs> Give me something, Jared. Give me something you've done this past week. Just something. Something doesn't have to be productive. No, just, just tell <laughs> anything, me something anything. you did in your past week of existence. Oh, man. <laughs> I've been trying really hard to um, start waking up in the mornings. Yeah, how's that going? Where where the clock says a.m. instead of uh, p.m. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You know, maybe Jared just doesn't have <sighs> object permanence. Like, <laughs> as soon as you That's and been... I like leave the garage, he's just not there anymore to explain these gaps (laughs) it's been a real struggle that sounds super hard yeah so i've been struggling with that (laughs) what time do you go to bed uh three sometime between three and six good lord yeah what is there to even do at that time furiously masturbate (laughs) for three hours that's actually kind of impressive like good on you thanks (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I've just been playing video games, watching anime, watching TV. Yeah. You know, my- but you, Ben? Uh, today, I almost killed myself. Mm-hmm. I, uh, why didn't you finish the job? Huh? Yeah, that was sloppy of you. Oh, why, well, why didn't I finish the job? Oh, let me get to why I didn't finish the job. <laughs> no, trust me. If I tried to kill myself, I would have fucking killed myself. I'm not, not a half-asser. I don't Might know. be a pussy about it. Yeah. You're still alive. Well, I was uh, cleaning... My cat's litter boxes, and I uh, had like a spray cleaner from the kitchen that had bleach in it. And I wasn't thinking because I'm fucking tired and just spacey. Like basic chemistry. Basic chemistry. <laughs> so, you know, I emptied the litter boxes and just wanted to scrub down the inside so they were nice and clean and sprayed bleach cleaner on the inside of litter boxes. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. Ammonia and bleach. Hmm. Mm, perhaps <laughs> this was not the best decision. Yeah. So that creates, you know, several different nasty compounds that you shouldn't be breathing. And, uh, God, I've totally done that before, though. 
with with specifically litter boxes yeah or? with the, like the exact same scenario had yeah. a litter box was just kind of mindlessly cleaning it and i'm like god this thing still stinks and then just like spritz it with some bleach solution i'm like oh shit yeah <laughs> no <laughs> so i mean it didn't like i recognized it immediately my mistake and i you know turned on the fan and let it sit for a while then took it outside to finish cleaning and whatnot but yeah the thought occurred to me, though, in the moments, like I sat there for several moments after I realized what I had done, thinking, was it really that bad? Am I overreacting? And then it was, well, if I'm going to die, would I rather die from this or would I rather live with the shame of going to the ER for this? <laughs> I pretty much settled on, I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather be the guy who died cleaning the litter box rather than the guy who went to the ER after cleaning the litter box and lived to live with the shame. So. Mm-hmm. From that well, moment on, you just have like impaired brain function from cleaning the litter box or something like that. Apparently, it just like burns the shit out of your, you know, respiratory system. So I just would have been in a lot of pain. Oh, okay. And maybe died eventually. <laughs> Isn't that like some some shit they used in like World War One? It's like chlorine <laughs> gas or chloramine gas. Yeah. So anyway, it's not really that cool of a story, but that was my exciting story. Your brush story. with death. <laughs> yeah, my brush with having slightly irritated sinuses. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some video games. Let's get right into news. So, Alex, you wanted to talk about the Dice Awards. I just wanted to bring it up really briefly. How absolutely fucking laughable the Dice Awards. Can you were. explain what they are? Um. So, Dice is um. Kind of like an organization put together by some sort of science and arts institute. So it's not the developer Dice. Um, People hear Dice <laughs> in gaming context. They yeah, think that's no, what I thought. I don't think it. Actually, now I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, what did Dice even make? Like Battlefield games and. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, now I'm not sure because I know that the awards are put together by like this arts and science institute, but then it makes me wonder why are they called the Dice Awards? But anyways, um, it's basically an award ceremony developed by multiple game developers like okay. four game developers they usually have celebrities like go and do the hosting and things like that like um so Fiona people Apple in the shit. industry who are actually in the industry vote like for their peers no the awards are set up by people in the industry and oh, okay. it is voted on by members and in order to be a member you just have to make an account okay and it has like some, so i can go make an account exactly so okay. it has like some twenty-two thousand members and these are just supposed to represent like average consumers uh-huh so naturally um the dice awards mean next to nothing right because there is no bar for quality of membership it's like the fucking like, kids no... choice awards on nickelodeon exactly. dice stands for design innovate communicate entertain there we go. I'm such a good, uh, good ombudsman. Yeah. Good job. You did that job better in those 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I'm going to stop there. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. So, yeah, they just mean nothing. They mean, well, God, I mean, let's just like look at the list of who won what for a second. Do you have it in front of you? I do. Uh, I can pull it up. Hold on just a second. I am a good ombudsman. I should, uh, that should be my new role. <laughs> the ombudsman. Yep. Okay. Game of the year, Fallout 4. Outstanding achievement game direction, Fallout 4. Then there's... You can see how this is, like, where this is going already, right? There's, like, Fallout Shelter and Ori and the Blind Forest on here. There's basically, like, 20 categories and only four titles. Ori and the Blind Forest was nominated and... Well, not nominated for and won, like, six awards. Fallout 4 won, like, six awards, including... um. RPG slash MMO okay. of the year. That's weird. Why would that even what? be a category? Why would you just <laughs> slap together RPG well, with MMO? Well, what have been the MMOs that have come out this year, though? Xenoblade Chronicles X should have taken that. If it's like MMO slash RPG, that's basically like a single player MMO style game. Is anyway. MMO now a style instead of a... Uh... No, yeah, I... it's massive <laughs> multiplayer online. Like it's It's kind of a style, but no, I think they were probably referring to actual... MMOs with that category, you'd think. Yeah, this looks all looks like a bunch of bullshit. No, and, it's and garbage. The Witcher Three obviously was another big, big one that won a bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. And then also Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront. I was just flabbergasted. The Battlefront one, jack shit. I thought it was shit. Off at it. Yeah. I I need to go buy that and try it so I know for myself. Same thing with Fallout just how 4. Like, it is. Everyone is like bitching about it. Yeah, and I think you like should it. buy it so I can play it. So it makes me wonder, like, for the voting process, 
are they only given like a select few titles to choose between titles that are like sponsored by studios or something like that because listen here's the thing the secret about all awards whether it be the fucking oscars or the kids choice awards on nickelodeon (laughs) (laughs) the kids choice awards are real (laughs) (laughs) it's true bullshit i when i've won awards in the past my only thought process on it was wasn't oh god i'm so glad people recognize that i'm good at something or this this or that it was how can i use this award to get future you know work or how can exactly. i use this to make more money yes <laughs> you just like create a stamp with it and then slap it on like the cover of your web page or something so yeah right so it's like like i won like this film contest um in uh back in the town i lived in in college years back and well, I can't really say this without sounding arrogant about it, but basically we were out of the league of everyone else in the contest. Right. Uh, and so winning it was not, didn't like feel like good to win. I was like, oh my God, I feel so validated as a filmmaker. I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> you know, it was, it was fun, but, um, and then you know, other awards, like they have these uh, Addy awards that they do, uh, which are like for like local advertising. I've I've won a couple of those in the past. I work for companies that have won them um, on, on things that I was, you know, working on or led. Eh, don't give a shit. And I think that a lot of people are the same way. But also, there's there's some people who like, especially like the Oscars and stuff like that. Like they take them seriously. Oh like, yeah. They don't like feel like life goal. Yeah, like they don't feel like their career is validated until they win an Oscar or something like that. And I've just never understood why you need validation from other people to. Uh, to feel like you're good at something, you know? Like why you need an award to be proud and content with what you've done. Like I understand awards. So like this, it's a fun gathering and whatnot, especially, you know, in the industry where people are kind of close. So game industry, you know, cool. But anybody who really cares about who won what is kind of just, eh. Yeah. They're kind of missing the point that it doesn't actually matter. And nobody really deep down cares except for people who shouldn't. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If there's one thing that I've learned, like working in marketing and like picking up like product development and stuff like that and like going and like researching brands, everyone has a fucking award. Yeah. And they all sound impressive. And then you realize that like their sample size is like 12 or something like, no, it's all lies. Everyone listening. (laughs) I've like had people like approach me. Oh, hey, do you want to enter this awards contest blah 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 and it's like you know for various things that i've done um just because they wanted more people for their con for their awards contest like yeah. l- little ones and it's like oh no <laughs> you <know>? so, <laughs> so yeah you can win an award for anything you know jared could win an award for waking up in the am i'm sure i deserve one <laughs> get a certificate on his wall so whenever whenever people talk about these award ceremonies for games or whatever and they get up in arms about them i just i'm just like yeah well you know, it's their little award ceremony. They can do what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who cares? Like, ah, disappointed by the results. Just utterly unsurprised by that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I can't. Can you really like, name? Like, tell me the game. Game of the year from 2007. Quick, go. Like, who won game of the year? Nobody cares. Nobody knows. Except for maybe the people who won it. Mass you know? Effect? 2007. I don't know. No. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to say on that, Alex? It probably is Mass Effect. Okay. Um, I think that was 2008. Oh, 2008? Maybe. Mm. No, I feel like it was earlier than that. I don't know. It's like seven years ago. Mm. The first one? Oh, the first one? Yeah. Nah. Only we had an ombudsman. If oh, only. only. <laughs> Jared, okay. you're fired. You were hired and then you were fired. Span of like 10 minutes. I know. Fuck. You did a great job once. <laughs> <laughs> and then you fail. <laughs> my tablet's not in my hand now. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. I got this. You're looking up Game of the Year in 2007. Game of the Year in 2007. The, the Samsung equivalent of Siri. Game of the Year in 2007. God, now I'm just gonna like hire Siri, oh, or whoever yeah. your equivalent is. Who, yeah, do you, who do you guys think? I guess you guys just said Mass Effect. Now you're making me think it was Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, oh, that was actually a very good game. That was all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Next news. Uh, there's an Xbox One exclusive coming up called Quantum Break. People have been excited about. But then it was announced that uh, Xbox One users will also be able to play the game on Windows free of charge. So basically buying the Xbox One game 
also gives it to you on Windows. It's actually really nice. Yeah, and a lot of people are really pissed about it. But why? Because they think that it hurts Xbox One's specialness and <laughs> exclusive. It, like, like people are thinking, well, what? Why, why would anyone buy an Xbox One if all the games are just going to come to Windows? It's like, well, because people want a fucking console. Well, isn't it like they're tied to each other? Like you can't have, uh, you don't get the free game without... No, but you could buy the Windows version. The idea is oh, okay. that if it's a, if it's not a console exclusive, then that, oh, okay. that damages Xbox One. I thought that it was a console exclusive, and for some reason, like if you had the console version, you would also have access to the PC version. Which no, could, there's uh, also going to be PC okay. versions. So. Gotcha. That makes a lot more sense. I was like, what a weird fucking business model. Yeah, but <laughs> people are all upset about that. Do console people console people get uh, more up in arms? You think than PC people? No, you don't think so. No, because they are. They're not as present on. Well, maybe they do. Because yeah, they're arms. not on their computers to bitch about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they're not on their fucking computers not as bitching. Right. Present on like their shitty subreddits like we, with their. I just you know, can uh, tab into a different. And then my browser's just oh I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. And then I go back to play my game. Exactly. <laughs> You're already at the machine where you can send mean tweets out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, that kind of feeds into our next story, which is actually from this past week, where IGN interviewed Greg Canessa. Greg Canessa, uh, who was an Xbox Live arcade creator from back in the 360 days, who said that uh, Microsoft didn't really understand Xbox Live and was afraid in the beginning that it was going to be like basically destroy the console industry. That it was going to take over and just basically pave the way for you know all gaming to become PC based and, mm-hmm. and whatnot for various reasons. They were, they were all talked about back then. Uh, all gaming should become PC based. The whole thing is is. And we've talked about this before. This has been discussed every year for since you know computers started running games. Oh, consoles are you know they're just gonna go away at some point, and they're just not because it's always gonna be the audience like me who just wants to buy a fucking console, put in my game, and have it work. And you know that's it. No bullshit. No worrying about anything else. You know. I think uh, the PC people sort of hurt themselves too a lot of times because I, I, I was recently getting into some form arguments with people uh, about PC. This is already a mistake. About <laughs> PC gaming. And they were like, oh, it's not even worth it because you have to spend at least, you know, $750 just on the graphics card alone. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can get. You can get a perfectly fine graphics card for like two hundred dollars. Like. Yeah, yeah. I've actually never understood. Well, first of all, I don't understand you being on forums talking to people because what the fuck? Who the fuck does that? <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like fucking two thousand sixteen. I'm old. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, <laughs> I'll be the old guy in the well, rest of. Oh, I gotta go check the forums. Bitching, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> bitching about like. Um, like like elder care with like other old people like oh shit this is fucked up man my fucking nurse <laughs> she, didn't bl- <laughs> she didn't blend my meat right today <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking bullshit um <laughs> that's gonna be me it's like a special forum just for the home that you're living in <laughs> yeah that's because that's all my generation is going to be wanting to communicate in is a forum, an online forum. Oh, man, what a nightmare. <laughs> an IRC channel. <laughs> but also, yeah, I've never understood the uh, really high-end graphic card thing because I feel like by the time that graphic card becomes necessary, uh, it is really outclassed by whatever new technology, like whatever new version of direct X is out or, you know, this isn't that like new stuff comes out yeah. like new t- that they don't have. I read that yep. it's way more cost effective to, instead of spending a thousand dollars on a graphics card, uh, that you're going to have to replace in like, I don't know, eight years or something. Yeah. Uh, just buy a fucking $250 one, like every two years, every right. three years. I was about to say that that makes way more sense to me. And you're actually getting, by the end of it, you're going to be having a better graphics card than the $1,000 one right. you bought. Eight years, eight years later, your graphics card is going to be yeah. way better and work with way more games. It just makes sense to buy like a third gen piece of hardware. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> or even second gen. Just don't buy fucking first gen. I guess someone has to. Well, yeah, I haven't paid for first gen like anything. All of my computer parts are hand-me-downs, like bought yeah. at half price. <laughs> it's been great. Well, the one thing I've been surprised to discover having built my uh, PC for gaming for the first time in many years um, that I had a real dedicated gaming PC was you don't really need much. I mean, 
you need a decent processor is usually the bottleneck for most people. Yeah. And uh, GPU, I mean, that's, yes. Yeah, if you spend, if you're spending $200, you're getting one that's more than adequate. <laughs> yeah, I spent like, 150 and I feel like I'm just flying through games. like. <laughs> and that was like four or five years ago you spent that, wasn't it? <laughs> it was, uh, my graphics card's probably three, okay. three years old right now. Anyway. GTX 650. So. Solid card. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, consoles. <laughs> consoles. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to just know that you're going to buy this system and it's going to get games for a certain number of years and then, you know, you can have your, like in my case, have my dad buy buy one and play games with him and, you know, my brother and friends and whatnot and there's not all this worry about compatibility or this this drivers and who's on a Mac, who's on a PC, just, it just works and, yeah, so. That is why I would probably be. I think you guys are more PC gamers. I'm definitely more of the console gamer. Yeah. Of this group. Yeah, I haven't done any console gaming in, in a couple of years. Not since I got like a functioning gaming PC. But I also wouldn't go online. And go, oh God, console gamer for life. Blah blah blah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I no. Don't give a shit. If a game is good and it's on PC only or something, I'll play it on PC. I don't have any sort of like super affectionate attachment to my computer. No. It's just the thing that does. It's like it's it is my mode for like getting to things that I love. Right. Like running like Photoshop or my games, but I don't have any attachment to the PC or its hardware itself. Like people are always going to get attached to stuff like that. Like people are attached to their car. To me, car gets me from point A to B. Exactly. Same here. You know, or their bike or their fucking, you know, expensive ass mattress they sleep on it. Like they're always up about like get really interested and really into something and they're just, you know. (laughs) I can't really think about like what my thing is. Can you guys think about yours? I'm trying to think about mine. Mine shifts around, but... It's not, I'm never obnoxious about it. Like, I was really into lenses. I still am, but I was really into lenses for a while, or camera lenses. Uh, I'm not really into anything really new. I like. I'm thinking, like, all my stuff is too shitty for me to be snobby about it. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, for me, I have some stuff that's nice that I still wouldn't be snobby about it, though. It's like, eh. <laughs> You know, like lately I've spent a lot of money on mechanical keyboard stuff, which we'll talk about in the future. But uh, and I really I really prefer now typing on a mechanical keyboard. But how many how many backup keyboards do you have now? Well, I've just bought a number of them uh, used and whatnot to try different switches. And trust me, this is a big conversation we can have in the future. I'm just saying you should give me a keyboard. Oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, (laughs) I should have a keyboard for you to take home. Oh, this is getting so exciting now. (laughs) Uh, Back to the article, though. Uh, When I read that, I was a little confused. Is is that a. Is there, are they saying that there's no Xbox Live Arcade on the Xbox One? Yeah, yes, there's yeah, no Xbox that, Live and that's Arcade. disappointing. Actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, like kind they still have indie me. games on there, but it's not the same. It seems like it performs the same function. It's just branded differently and has a different name, though. Yeah, right? but there was also an outlet on there for. Well, actually, I never really played them. They're really, really shitty indie games on Xbox Live Arcade back in the day, like Xbox Indies, which were like made with a game creation software of some sort. And yeah, they're fucking terrible. All mm-hmm. of them. Um, but I think that it's, uh, you have to be more of an established developer now. I feel like if like you basically have to go through the steam gauntlet first. Okay. And that then, makes sense. then once you got the exposure, then you go to, uh, Xbox live before you could be an unknown publish a game on Xbox live arcade and had that be your starting point for, you know, growing your new game development business. And- I will say that like seeing some of those was really like, some of them are pretty fucking funny. There's, they were so terrible. Oh, the, the, the indie, <laughs> indie side of yeah. them? Yeah. Did you guys ever play anything on Xbox Live Arcade? Like, get into anything? I oh, always, yeah. Big time. I no. played a shit ton of Geometry Wars. <laughs> nice. That game was so good. The only game that's ever always, like, recommended me was this, like, Castle Crashers game or whatever. It oh, yeah. Like, I played a ton of Castle Crashers, like too. That, so that was one of the first definitive Xbox Live. It just looks so stupid, though. It was okay. It has that hipster humor that I always talk about. Actually, even worse, it was kind of like hipster potty humor. It was all right, though. It did have the potty humor aspect to it. <laughs> yeah. I really liked how cartoony it was, though. No, it, the animation was great, and I liked the game itself. It was fun. Um, no, Jared, actually, you, uh, the game you played the most on my Xbox probably was that Battlefield 1942. That was an Xbox Live Arcade game. Like, exclusively Xbox Live Arcade. It's not Live really Arcade. an indie game, though, necessarily. No, though. but it was an Xbox Live Arcade game that's not, yeah. you can't play anywhere else. That's unfortunate you can't play that on the Xbox One, actually. That'd be fun. Maybe they'll make it backwards compatible at some point. They um, should. Speaking of which, uh, Dark Souls, the original Dark Souls, is backwards compatibility is coming to Xbox One. That backwards compatibility list has been growing lately, but there's still some games on there that I 
Okay, I haven't seen Dragon Age pop up yet. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to do a replay of Dragon Age biggie. once that pops up. Um, and apparently in Australia so far, this is kind of leaked, that uh, pre-ordering Dark Souls 3 will get you Dark Souls 1 for Xbox One for free. Oh, awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So. Although I'm guessing that anybody who's getting Dark Souls 3 probably already has the backwards compatibility for Dark Souls 1. I don't know, because there's always those people who don't, like get with a franchise and then want to start it later. Like for me, like I've never really played the Uncharted series. Oh, okay. So if I were to bu- like see that I could pre-order, or I could just you know get Uncharted three or four or whatever, and also get the one of the, the first one or second one, that'd be appealing to me. That's a know? good point because it really depends upon how uh, interconnected the stories are. Like you wouldn't just jump straight into Mass Effect three, but you could jump straight into Dark Souls three because they're pretty like self-contained and yeah. there's not a lot of story in them. Period. Unless you go digging really really hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. And actually, that's one of the things I loved about Dark Souls is how the story is presented. Yeah. How you have to dig for them. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even play a lot of Dark Souls because I got my ass handed to me. But I did so much reading mm-hmm. through like the Dark Souls um, wiki. Just like okay. all the tiny articles about like fan theories of like what individual characters, um, like what their stories were. Yeah. Like pure speculation, but they were really cool. Well, you, all this stuff, what even wasn't based on speculation, like you basically have to kind of learn stuff through um, the places you see and then like the item descriptions of yeah. things you find and like the, the, the sources for information. It the, the information is all there about what's going on in the story and what the story is. You just have to pay attention and dig for it. Yeah, really tiny bits and pieces. Yeah, and it's, it, I just thought that, and the whole atmosphere, obviously people have praised Dark Souls for a long time, but it was just really well done in that aspect. Yeah, so. definitely. No, I read up on like all of Dark Souls 1, 2, and Bloodborne. Um, not Demon Souls, Demon Souls though. Uh, are you like me in that you'll get some obscure something, you'll read about some obscure something, like with a story, and like an old 80s cartoon that you don't give a shit about at all and go back and read what the storyline was for stuff or, or old comic or something. Oh, yeah. And is then that, you start like digging deep. Yeah, it's like... And, and you then just, you're like a master. You have like a PhD in like Witcher lore. Yeah, two, even two hours later, never, yeah. You know everything you ever wanted to know about <laughs> The Witcher and you're like, oh, wait, I don't give a shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, that's me. Yeah, okay. I, I do the same exact thing. Okay. Uh, also on here, I see another piece of news from you, Alex. Moon, oh, it was just like a, a very brief kind of sad bit. Um, so I mentioned this, uh, I think a couple of months ago, maybe one month ago, but um, there's an indie game coming out called Moon Hunters and it looked really promising and we talked about it a while back. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of like 8-bit game um, where you play like a mythological hero. Like you play them in like the, in the current part of their lives Okay. And like your actions kind of like define your mythos. I think it like flashes forward and then like you see like how your character is regarded in history books and things like that. Oh. At least that's the way that it's described yeah. in like the game summary. But it looks really great. And the super appealing thing about it for me is just that it has one to four player local co-op, which is fucking impossible to get these days. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it is. Uh, that's kind of cool. I was really pumped about it just for that. Like it, it kind of plays like... um isometric rpg like a like a diablo kind of thing really yeah just with like a really pretty graphics but um anyways it was supposed to come out on the 25th of this month so february 25th 2016 and it's being pushed back about a month um tentatively a month developers are saying right now because they've been running into some issues with their server and like um, saving multiplayer games it's kind or of an something, indie game but, so yeah yeah, yeah but it's sense. getting it's getting scooted back and um, it was going to be my my big reprieve. So I'm like, oh. Uh, okay, that reminded me of two things. Uh, number that one. That was such a sad story. Yeah, it's getting me back a whole month. <laughs> number one, uh, Fire Emblem for 3DS, which we've talked about, comes out today. Yeah. Are you going to get it? I, I can't. Uh, it's, right. it's another one of those things where I'm refraining from buying it. Yeah. Because I just really can't afford to get super addicted to it right now, but I'm already seeing people playing it, yeah, and it's already driving me nuts. I thankfully don't. I don't know where you see people people playing it. You have friends on Facebook. Yeah, my so, internet friends. Your oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> your internet, internet friends. Yeah, I don't have any <laughs> friends who've like play a bunch of games on in my social circles, or at least who post about playing games. Maybe they do play games. That, that's two separate things, too. That's two very different levels. <laughs> <laughs> playing games, yes. Then the the posting about playing games—that's the next level. That's that's some serious <laughs> shit. 
So no, I don't have those friends. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like the outside temptation, but uh, whenever you get it, I'll probably get it. Um, other thing it reminded me of is a uh, backstory. And we were just talking about Mass Effect. Uh, in Mass Effect, you play a character who's kind of one of those blank slate characters. You kind of a, put your own personality onto them. Exactly. Like they have a quote unquote backstory, but it's like a paragraph long. So it's but no. Bleh. But the thing is that even that though is helpful because I um, I talked about Xenoblade Chronicles X uh, last week, and one thing I didn't mention is that it has a silent protagonist, which is a huge difference from the first game where. Um, it's fully voiced and everything fully, and it, it, this one's fully voiced but your protagonist is silent it's just it's kind of weird it's not as off-putting as it sounds but typical thing you know your character wakes up has, doesn't have his memory which is you know 99% of these blank slate character games are like that um, and uh, because it's almost kind of like the Japanese Mass Effect it made me think man even just having that little bit of backstory with Shepard that you put in made a huge difference because then people could talk about his background. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you were in the war of blah, 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 or this and that. And it provided you some context for your actions. Yeah, exactly. It, it's funny how big of a difference that made in terms of just bringing you into the world and just not making you aware that your character is somehow not existed before you started playing. You know, it's mm-hmm. weird. I was always a renegade colonist soul survivor. The Soul Survivor one. <laughs> oh, I remember that. I did Soul Survivor super often too. Oh, God. I, God, I think I actually did that same character profile for like my mains. Um, but I really like that too. Pillars of Eternity does that. Does it? Yeah, and it's actually pretty elaborate. You have a lot of different options for like backstory and your culture and like where you grew up and stuff like that. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, see, that's I. I really like that. Uh, I'm really appreciating that looking back now playing Xenoblade Chronicles X that Mass Effect did that. So, okay, let's uh, get into our top three list of the week. Gamers must die. Top three list of the week. Gamers must die. Top three list. Top three list. Top three list of the week. Die, die, die. The top three list of the week. This week, we're talking about our top three games that lived up to the hype for each of us. So there's a lot of hype surrounding, well, pretty much every game these days, but it wasn't as exaggerated in the past. But uh, sometimes games live up to the hype, and sometimes they're overhyped, and it actually hurts the experience. So, uh, Alex, why don't you go first? What three games lived up to the hype for you? Well, I'll get this I'll get this one out of the way first because I've already mentioned it several times just in this one episode, and we'll probably continue to mention it. So Pillars of Eternity... Yeah. Um, lived up to the hype for me. I was very like privately excited about that because I mean, like, not a lot of people were actually really talking about it. Uh-huh. Um, hasn't gotten a lot of buzz in my social circles at least. So I was just kind of like quietly keeping to myself, like, I can't wait to play this game. Yeah. And I started playing it and it was everything that I wanted it to be. And every time I play it, like I'm so immersed in it. I turn off like all the bedroom lights and I have like a really dim lamp next to me to like maintain this kind of like grim atmosphere that um, the game takes place in but yeah that definitely lived up to my expectations nice um second one for me was uh skyrim i was so fucking excited for skyrim yeah (laughs) like oh man it um it came out right after my birthday and it was the only thing i wanted for my birthday um, my friends pre-ordered it for me. Like they all pitched in and pre-ordered it for me oh, nice. um, on my birthday. Um, and when it came out, it was the first like blizzard that my city had experienced in like years. Yeah. So it came out and then actual like snowy, crazy, like Vikingy landscape surrounded oh, me. Oh, nice. And I thought to myself, I'm like, you know, I could just like go outside and experience this kind of world <laughs> in real life, or I could sit here and play Skyrim for like literally twelve hours the first day. Yeah, and I did the second one. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, of course. So and like, um, everyone bitches about how the opening, how long the opening sequence is, and like how they like have ADHD silly it is. and they just can't control themselves. Exactly, <laughs> and just like I'm so tired, of like sitting in like the prison wagon and diligent going through like the beheading sequence and do do do, but. Uh, the first time I experienced that, I was so pumped about it. And the yeah. first time you see like all doing like perch on the building and like start blowing shit up, it's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. And so um, that definitely lived up to the hype. 
And it was a great setting to play that game in. Of course, the intro of the game now has been ruined for me by Jared by showing me the, um, uh, what's his name's, the mod. Oh, the Macho Dragons. Macho oh, Dragons. Oh, I love that. <laughs> we'll, we'll play a sound clip from that. Yeah, Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't even Macho think of it. Macho Man's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I can't even, like, I can't take the intro seriously now that I've seen that. You can add Randy Savage to any mod, make it much better. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I just like how like everything's all super serious in the town and like <laughs> you just hear him in the background is like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man there is um I saw another one where the dragons were like all replaced with a uh, really nice Thomas and Tank Engine models oh nice <laughs> <laughs> so funny. you just like look up and see like all these um Thomas and Tank Engine characters like flying around in the sky <laughs> that's funny um but yeah. Skyrim, and then number one for me, because this was hype built up. Like, this was a game that I was consistently excited about for, like, a full year. Yeah. Every Because, like, this came out when I was a child, too. So it was that dual experience of, like, I had to beg my parents for this game. Yeah. Because they didn't think it was going to be appropriate for me, and they thought it would distract me from school. Joke's on them, because they got it for me, and it totally did. Um. <laughs> But it was a vanilla um, World of Warcraft. Oh, shit. Yeah. I like when they announced that game, I freaked out. And then I just gobbled up like any minuscule bit of information on it that yeah. I could get my hands on back then. So like when they announced, um, they announced classes incrementally, I think. Yeah. Like they announced them like one at a time. And every single time they announced one, I would freak out about it and like go read everything about it and like try and draft my character in my head. And uh my like a bunch of people in my family because my family's fucking huge. Um, we were all excited for it, so it was something that we did collaboratively. Yeah. And then when the game came out, we had to um seriously duke it out for who would get to play for the first time. But man, it that's, was such that's a hard huge... sharing that game on a computer. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, it got messy. Like we um, I got like grounded once because I got in like a full like yelling fighting match with my brother Royce because um he stole my hour mm-hmm. just like you know sibling stuff yeah you yeah. have like seven of them it happens no so. I I, uh, I it's funny because my brother and I same thing but it was Diablo 2 <laughs> which was also crack and actually in some some ways even worse uh I think we ended up like breaking a chandelier fighting with chairs <laughs> <laughs> And uh, at one point, and this memory, this memory is a strong memory for me because uh, at one point we had fought. I can't remember if I was being a a little bitch and wanted the computer and wanted to play Diablo two, and I ended up knocking over the computer while he was playing it. Oh no! (laughs) Or if he was legitimately playing too long, and I was just a stupid idiot and knocked over the computer while he was playing it, like accidentally. Like it wasn't like I just knocked the fucking computer over. I wasn't that kind of kid you but. made it sound like you were like an evil little dick like no, if no, i can't no. play I, I think, nobody I think I was can kind of struggling for the you know, whatever and you know either way i was a little you know kid idiot mm-hmm. or how old i was but anyway uh then i don't know i can't remember the exact sequence of events but somehow uh my parents got home not only did i manage to pin the blame on him for it <laughs> i got they made him buy like a replacement disc oh my goodness the disc got damaged but it was also one of those defining moments for me like wow first of all i can't believe that i was able to lie about this and (laughs) and number two wow this feels really shitty lying about this and so there's a lot of people who lie a lot and like kind of like cheat and get away with stuff like that yeah i think that was my last thing like this was a defining moment for me in the early teenage years i was like man that uh i can't i can't do that doing that shit again no it's seriously (laughs) like i still feel bad about it to this day you know uh, and, and Jonathan and my brother joke about it from time to time, but like, yeah, like huge, uh, huge moment all from Diablo two frantic addiction playing. So I was there for all of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chandelier one was actually pretty hilarious. I think he was trying to hit me with a broom or a chair. Your dad got so pissed. And I defend- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just was laughing. And- I just imagine tiny Jared just like eating popcorn and stuff. That just was generally watching. Jared when it came to interactions between me and like getting disciplined by my parents, like sitting back and just laughing. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, they'd always be like so embarrassed if 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 their dad got mad in mm-hmm. front of me. I'd be just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like your your dad has a perfectly reasonable right right to be angry at you guys. <laughs> okay, uh, Jared, do you want to do yours or should I do mine? I guess I'll go before. I, I mean, Alex already took two of mine. Was it? Did you stole them? Three, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just stole them right right from me. Hey, I typed those like a week ago, man. <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely done vanilla WoW because, um, man. I was I was unable to play it for so long because my PC wasn't good enough, and I didn't have cable internet. Oh yeah, that was a thing back then too, Bummer. wasn't it? The the day I got cable internet <laughs> <laughs> uh, was also the day that my parents bought me a laptop that could actually barely play WoW, and that was the day I uh, started. Nice. And it was very very exciting. Those were very very exciting times. Had it. and like <laughs> it was, man, it changed MMOs so much. I, I remember like when I made my first character just like running around and exploring and dying a lot because obviously I went into zones that I wasn't supposed yeah. to, but I just wanted to see all of it so badly. Yeah. No, I, I look back and I've, especially early days, I remember World of Warcraft. I almost remember it as like a real place, you know, you visited and whatnot. Like it, it was, it was very, it was such a different experience. Yeah. Because you started to like recognize regular players and where they would generally hang out. And there was, there are like a lot of social mechanics built into it that just aren't really there anymore. Yeah. Like my brother and I got, um, we got busted by Blizzard because we started run, uh, running like a gambling racket outside of Orgrimmar. What? Yeah. No. Wait, gambling <laughs> with gold? Yeah. You can't gamble with gold? Well, like we would have people like transfer their gold to us and then we, there's like a roll dice function in game, right? Oh, so we're basically I like, people, people doing that. Actually. Yeah, we were basically like, playing like craps I remember outside there was of the casinos. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. We yeah. did that. We also people man, had those fucking tuxedos on. Yes, and they would exactly. Be like, that was us. Are you serious? Yeah, that's hilarious. We got we got busted because um, after we capped out our characters and like the next expansion didn't come for a long time. We got kind of bored and started like getting a little bit like uh, meta with the game. So we were playing games in the game, and most of that we were, were just trying to break rules. Yeah. So we had the gambling racket outside Orgrimmar, and then eventually we had. Um, there used to be this bug where, like, you know, when you link items in chat, it's like the text is colored, and you can like hover your mouse over it, and it would like yep. show the item. Yep. Um, you could mimic that by like linking to like like a URL of the item in a browser. Mm-hmm. But basically we would we would do that um so that with like a legendary item, right? Yeah. That was tradable. And then um we would have people trade with us, but we would wrap a piece of shit item, like basically like a piece yeah. of flint or something, we would gift wrap it and be like, "Oh, we gift wrapped it for you." And then they would like transfer like 50 gold to us or some shit, and then we they would open it and be like, "There's a fucking rock in here." And then we're like, yeah, bitch, what up? And then just like leave. Um, Jesus, you're yeah. like a horrible, you're one of the horrible people who I would have just, you're like, you, you're like you didn't get banned. You know yeah, what? No, we made the, <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> I just talked about learning about cheating, what not in real life. Your generation grew up learning about this kind of shit, how to act on the internet, which is fucking scary to me. God, that stuff was great though. Like I loved doing and that. She looks, like, and she, she looks, looks back, back at it wistfully. <laughs> I, t- I talked about how I was looked back on it so shameful. It was middle school, man. And you look back on Oh, Jesus. I can never See, look like, at I can never hang out with all this. This is my point about this goddamn generation. Never trust internet, her. Internet generation grew up doing these horrible, shitty things on the internet and they don't think it was horrible and shitty. It's just like, I've had that done to me too. Like in RuneScape, like getting killed out in the wilderness. Everyone's had that, right? Or I played a game called Alona where somebody did the exact same thing to me. Huge difference between ganking somebody and fucking (laughs) cheating them out of gold. Uh, But then you would like loot their corpse. Giant world of difference. Fine. But I I don't know. I still love that shit. One time I got, um, oh man, it was so funny. My brother and I played this game. It was like monster... Trainer was the English title or something. It was a Korean MMO where you could like capture monsters and like fight Rag- them. Ragnarok Online or something. Yeah, or? something like that. Yeah. Um, but there was like a marriage mechanic where you could like share accounts, and my brother totally got like um, what's the word? Black. He got like black widowed. <laughs> he married some some like quote unquote chick, and they like split their accounts. And then she murdered his character and drained their account and like disappeared. Yeah. Stuff like that is so funny in MMOs. Like, 
It's I think it's more sad than funny, but yeah, <laughs> I I'm all for like playing within the rules and like you know I, I you know ganking somebody or even just following them and ganking them for From a, a PvP of time. server. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's like you know they've but the whole like cheating them out of stuff because they're stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I got problems with that. I just find it to be like entertaining. Like it adds to like it adds to Alex the game more to watch me. the world burn. Kind yeah. of. Like I love reading stories about it too. Like there was that story about like how like this like mind camp. No, like there was like an Eve story <laughs> where um this person spent all of this time like months trying to infiltrate this company so that they could blow up their their fleet. Yeah. I love shit like that. Yeah, see, the, the the fun for me ends when you start to actually get down into conning people, even if it's just for over in-game stuff. Eh. You guys are pussies. No, we see you <laughs> grow up in this fucking toxic goddamn culture where you're on the internet and you're anonymous and you have no accountability for what you do. Right? I'm all about altruism, dude. Well, no, it's, it's just, <laughs> like, like, you do that as, as anonymous. No, I'm Lawfully not saying it's, evil, that's I'm not my saying it's, it's like the worst thing. I'm just saying that my perspective is, People are only doing that because it's anonymous, but that teaches them deep down inside things about how to act in their real life and also online because they still do when they're adults act shitty to people. I'm not a fan of that sort of stuff. It's I just guess. the whole can of worms. Maybe there. I'm just old and grumpy. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, the like, that generation is fucked. Like <laughs> that has it's never had like a bleed over into my real life. Obviously, I've never like but, played but like craps in an alley or but something. But for some like people, that. it really does is, is part so. of the problem. Like, For me, it's like, it wasn't that I took pleasure out of making somebody else miserable in-game. It was just that, like, <sighs> it just added to, like, some sort of, like, nebulous role-playing experience. So let me give you an example of how that, like, what you just described, people in my game, my online game, have done those sort of things to each other. Yeah. And so there was a time in the past where, you know, if someone did that to a certain extent, they'd get warned and warned and warned. And eventually, you know, they get banned. Yeah. But then here's where here's where the whole moral breakdown thing uh, comes into play for, you know, real world consequences is that then I would have in the, like people would be bitter about being banned. Like, oh, I shouldn't be banned for this, you know, this, this, and that. even though they've been warned it was against the rules and they had actually, you know, lessened other people's enjoyment of the game through doing this and uh, you know, later on down the road, when I started getting attacked by um, other people who were pissed off about stuff, these same people who I had banned long time ago for very legitimate reasons came back and bandwagoned me saying, oh, yeah, he's this horrible person, dishonest, who bans for this, this, this and this. Like people who fucking like cheated, hacked, uh, you know, did all this stuff, like harass people, like sexually harass people via whisper, all this stuff they did to each other. They came back and made up these other lies about all the stuff I had never done. To try and make me look bad because to them it's all a game, it's all a game. They they want to make this person uh, look bad on the internet because to them it's not real. But really, it has real impacts on people. Like the stuff when this brigading happens, it, it all links together into this whole anonymy on the internet uh, anonymity and anonymity. Anonymity. Thank you very much <laughs> on the internet thing. That uh, I feel like when people are, are exposed to that when they're young and not really kind of given the context for what they're doing. It actually does have some sort of impact on people. Like I, I think that that's, that's damaging. Like I could picture that, you know, for example, a stupid kid, you know, clicking on one of those linked items in chat thinking, Oh my gosh, this awesome deal. And there's just too dumb to think why would ever anybody ever give me this item for 50 gold and this, this and that doing it. And that, you know, maybe that's their only 50 gold and then being really upset about it. Even if they don't show it in the game, you know, they're really upset about it on their end in the real world. You know, all of a sudden this has happened to them. There's stuff like that. I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not blaming you for it. I'm, I'm just saying that's a good example of why I just don't like. I'm blaming you for it. Those the examples of, that you have, that just sounds like shit human being. Right. But that, like, that's, the, but the thing is, is, is for the person who's doing it, like you say, like when you did it, it was funny, you know, it was, it's just, you know, hilarious that you could do it. And, but because that was just the environment you were in where it's all anonymous, you figured the person on the other side was the same way. They're just anonymous. You know, this is just a game to them, blah, blah, blah. Some people it's not. Especially a, a, a kid. Um, all right. One last story before we wrap up this particular discussion. of Okay. Things. Go for it. Uh, there was a uh, video where this kid was playing Destiny. And apparently on the PlayStation 4, uh, you can 
give control of your system, like remote control of your system over to somebody on your friends list. Ooh. Like you can give them control and accept that they have control. Like they basically can control your system as if they were sitting there with their own controller, with your controller playing it. So this kid was uh, recording himself um, playing a game because all kids who are eight years old or whatever now do that. Yeah. Um, and um, he's playing with his friends. And then he was talking. Oh, wait, here. I, I heard back from this one guy who told me he could show me how to get an X item, you know, really quickly, like like a, kind of a semi hack cheat sort of thing. So he's recording this as it happens. The guy messages him. Oh, it's time. Okay. He gives him control. And then on this video, the guy proceeds to go to the main menu and delete all three of this kid's characters. And, the, and then this kid, uh, you know, figures out what's going on, stops it and reacts by, you know, saying, oh, whatever, man, doesn't matter to me, blah, 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 you know, acts tough and whatnot. Yeah. And then he ends the chat with the guy. And then the kid hits reset on the game. And he starts doing that eight-year-old, like, kind of sobbing, like, oh no, crying. like the ugly like, cry thing, <laughs> like, 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 like the the hurt deep down sort of cry. Oh no, yeah, and it's like the most, like, especially having a kid now, I cannot watch that sort of thing. Like, you know, just this kid is very real betrayal of some random person who, you know, did this horrible thing to this kid because he worked hard on this kid. You know, when you're a kid, when you're a kid, having, can you imagine having somebody doing that to you when you were a kid? Oh, it happened to <clears> me. Really? Yeah. Well, I was saying like. I was doing that thing in middle school, but I was also having it done to me all the fucking time. Yeah. See, to me, I just watching that video, I was like, oh my God. I just hate that that is the type of interaction that happens and that that's the way people are trained to act on the internet. Because if, of course, his first reaction had to be, oh, I'm so tough. None of this matters to me. Nothing matters to me, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, you know, he gets his real reaction where he's crying. And as he's loading up the game, just expecting to see his characters deleted. And they were. Yeah, so that was a very sad example of that sort of stuff. That well, it's oh, never man. happened to me. Now I really hope that, like, if I've ever fucked over any of you out there, like, if middle school Alex ever stole any of your shit and you cried about it, I'm sorry, retroactively. It was just like, I thought it was hilarious and fun when it was done to me at the time. Right. Like, or, like, for an example, um, I played Animal Crossing a lot yeah. back in the day, right? And I played a stint for like nine hours or something without saving. And my brother walked up and intentionally like unplugged the game after like nine hours of gameplay. So I'd like just upgrade my house and stuff like that. Yeah. And I beat the shit out of him for it. But then after that, you just kind of have a lark about it and you just learn to not care. So I guess like I just assumed that everyone else out there was not invested as deeply into these things like i was true but that was your brother doing it too there's a huge difference when somebody a stranger does this to you well that was happening too like i said like you go like you get cons like come out into the wilderness with me and that i don't think the name of it was alona it started with an e it was like a jrpg mmo in that game if you died you dropped your entire inventory yeah including your gold and i hired a guy to take me out into the wilderness and to like help me with this quest and he fucking ganked me in the woods and then took all my shit and ran away. He was advertising himself as like, I would call that part of the game. Huh? That's part of the game. That's different. Yeah. It's the exact same thing, no, though. No, no, no. It's just getting conned. It, it, it's no, no, no. It, it, that, that's part of the game, though. The part of the game is the game set up. So you have to be wary. It's like, you know, playing a Daisy style game. where like, we're friendly, we're friendly, we're friendly. And then eventually you kill the person. It's, it's part of the it's part of the risk you take and part of the game. It's what you expect going in anyway. When you're a kid who's eight, you're playing Destiny, you let somebody take over control of your- Oh, no. I'm not comparing that. Okay. Well, I'm saying that, that in terms of the con thing, that that's not really what I'm getting at. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jared? Like, Yes. Okay. Like, <laughs> like I'm trying to describe the difference. Like, that, that's the rules of the game. Like, you know that there's a potential for anybody to kill you anytime, and you have to be careful about who you trust and what. Now, there is an aspect of the social conning and whatnot, but that is just, that's the game, and you, you know the rules going in. So to me, it's different because if, if you can RP as an assassin, that that could possibly also include some social interaction to actually get your assassination in, right? I mean, right. Well, also it's like it, it's like but gameplay. it's different than um, making somebody think that you're doing a legitimate trade and then conning them because they don't understand the technical mechanics or something, you know, the way it works. So just, they just don't um, understand that, and all of a sudden. Uh, something that shouldn't happen where they get ripped off on a trade, that's different. Does that make sense? I guess. I just didn't differentiate between it back then. Yeah. Again, I'm not like trying to make you out to be... This is my problem with the internet and people who have been, been raised with these interactions 
and now you're seeing the way online interaction happens nowadays. It's all tied together because people just don't associate real human inter- interaction with what happens on the internet. And uh, it's because some people, like you said, don't take it that seriously. And, and you don't have to take it seriously to be hurt by it. Eventually something that's going to happen is you're going to, you're going to be hurt by it because it impacts you more than just uh, superficially. You know, I just find this weirdly paradoxical because we spend like an entire year talking about how people care like way too much, but now we're on like a different platform where it's, like the, the people care way too much about somebody liking X console versus other console. People care way too much about who won game of the year. People care way, way too much about uh, whether this game has support for 1080p or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, to me, the part that you sh- should care about is how you treat other people. And people don't associate interacting online with interacting with people. It's just interacting with anonymous things. And so to me, where you should care is the way you conduct yourself in that it's one thing to, you know, play within the rules of the game and beat somebody and then, you know, go, ha ha, I won sort of thing. It's another thing to uh, manipulate them and uh, con them and basically cheat them out of something or somehow damage something like, the, you know, the kids save files in that example. Um, it's just two separate things. And there's a barrier that gets crossed eventually where you're what you're doing is hurting somebody. I think that I get the gist of it. You get the gist of it? Yeah. Jared, do you have anything to add to make it more clear? Uh, no. Next game on my list, though, is uh, <laughs> Pokemon. Holy shit. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. It's really, um... <laughs> there was the first a lot... One? There was a lot of hype in first-gen Pokemon, guys. <laughs> There was they released the cartoon like a month and a half beforehand or something. Yeah, they did, and I was so fucking excited. Oh shit! <laughs> I did live up to the hype though. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I just been yeah, waiting like a twenty twenty minutes or so just to just to throw that in there. I'll have to gather my thoughts on this topic, <laughs> and we'll talk about it again sometime. But, but I I mean I'm I agree with you, but I don't have that strong of an opinion. I guess I I don't know. I just I think people should be more considerate uh, that what they do on the internet affects other people. I guess is the thing, and it's, it's like a bottom line. The bottom line, right? And so, if you're on like a message board, like some shitty, horrible message board community, like something awful, and you're making fun of somebody and whatnot, and they're making fun about they that's what you've signed up for. You've signed up to just be shitty to each other, and that's one thing. When you're um, Attacking somebody's livelihood, like in the example I gave about myself or their reputation, um, when you are uh, cheating people or really hurting people, like the example with that kid, that's to me is, is where it crosses the line. So you're not just dealing with another anonymous person. Now, all of a sudden, it's impacting them as a person. And that's what I'm talking about. So I guess my thing is like, uh, no one's ever done that to me too much. I guess no one, no one wants to fuck with the Jared. <laughs> well it's like so you kind of uh, you have to kind of ask for it by like either like pursuing like a meta aspect of the game like hiring escorts in a game in a pvp game where they can kill you yeah right or you have to like you have to actually enter the gambling circuits or you have to like do a super tr- shady trade with like a wrapped present in like an inventory no, window see, like uh, gambling thing doesn't bother me uh and I'm I'm trying to make specifically what I'm talking about here clear. I know I'm not doing a great job. Gambling thing doesn't bother me because you're gambling. You get into that. Um, and if it's being no, I see what you're saying. Legitimately, like, you that, there's no problem yeah, like, with and, that. And even if you have, even if you were taking like twenty percent, and you're like, but if you're saying you're going to, yeah. But even if you, you know, even the gambling thing, the average person would know going in that this is all being done by the person running the gambling, and they can you know take like take your gold and walk away. The trading cheating thing is different. I know. I was just saying that like. It probably didn't happen to you because you didn't go sticking your nose in things right, like that. Right, right. And no one wants to fuck with me either. Well, also, um, <laughs> Jared and I both, I mean, he's been part of my community for my game for a long time. And I guess, yes, I have been fucked with in your community specifically. It, it, because of your connection to me. But, like, if someone fucks with me and, like, makes a big deal out of something, I will, like, just, I'll, I'll just go into it with them. It's not really a problem for me too much, like, 
I don't, I don't let it get to me. I guess. Right. But the difference is that if I go into it with them, every word of mine will be screenshotted, saved for the next, you know, X number of years and used against me out of context. I guess even my words have been screenshotted. Yeah. So and, that and, massive and, screenshot weird. So now thing. we actually have people who follow <laughs> everywhere my game gets posted about the same people post all this weird bullshit that never happened and it was taken out of context and stuff. Like we so. would like, we would talk in like 2005 about banning people and just not giving a fuck, like no fucks given. Because yeah. it was 2005 and it was like a fan game or something, right? And they'll like take a screenshot of that. Yeah, and they'll put the screenshots side by side with current screenshots. Look at, look at their, their opinions on banning people. Like, are you kidding me? And it's like the same game. And they're trying to say like the story took, you know, anyway, it's just that's only one aspect of it, the whole you know having people harass you specifically on the internet, it, it's, it goes a lot deeper than that, like we said. So For the most part, people don't fuck with me. <laughs> right. Because they'll right. be in real trouble. <laughs> so what's your number three? Are we even still doing this? <laughs> sure, why not? Let's, let's finish it out and finish up the podcast. We've gone kind of long. Jesus. Um, I don't know. <sighs> Yo, you don't know? Came unprepared? I had some. Well, I stole two of his. Remember, I had oh, yeah. stuff written down, but like, was it really something that I was hyped for? Like, I wrote down the well, blue- Skyrim. I I wrote. I knew she did Skyrim. Well, so. I know. Were you hyped for Skyrim? Yeah, because okay. I loved Ob- Oblivion. So yeah. I wrote down Oblivion then, but I was like, well, I wasn't really hyped for Oblivion. Like, I no, learned you're hyped to, for Skyrim because you loved Oblivion. I learned to love Oblivion. So yeah. I I also wrote down Battlefront One Star Wars, but I learned to love it too. No, no, no actually. Okay, so I guess you, Battlefront 2, but it didn't live up, live up to the hype. No, That's didn't. right. That's right. I would have written down if it had. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. And then my last one was Goldeneye. Also, I was something that I had learned to love. So, I mean, I'm just, I had to rethink my. You weren't like a, you weren't big into like reading video game magazines and stuff like that. No. So I had to rethink my list a little bit. That's why I went with um, Pokemon and, and Warcraft. And I had stuff. Nintendo Magazine. That would give me pretty pumped for some things. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, like uh, also EGM. Was a big one back in the day. I think I subscribed to that at one point. It would really have to be a um, a sequel to be on this list in a lot of respects because you have to like be really attached to the original franchise and then be really happily like, oh wow, this is even yeah, better. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. Which is why Skyrim and World of Warcraft applied so nicely. Yeah, because yeah, right? World Warcraft going off of Warcraft three and whatnot. Um, I'll go with Medieval Two Total War. Why not? Because that's what I've been playing right now. I I did I played Rome. Back in the day, long, long time ago, and it was it was fun-ish, but uh, Medieval had a lot better everything <laughs> as a sequel. Yeah, and it has like the most insane modding community ever for a video game. I think it's still active, which is odd for a game that was made in like 2006 to you know have these like new mods still coming out with like new updates. Doesn't graphics. that happen with that uh, Elder Scrolls Three? Morrowind. Morrowind. Uh yeah, I feel like every other day I'm seeing a goddamn screenshot and look at Morrowind with these super realistic graphics. Yeah. Like just you know, it, that that doesn't really. It's not quite the same thing because it doesn't really look that great. And no, the, like the engine, <laughs> they're still using the shit engine, yeah. and it's still shit. But Medieval Two Total War for some reason had such a good engine that even like with more modern graphics, it's just the best. Medieval, or it's the best Total War game still. Yeah, like it wasn't going to get too much more better, or too much better than that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's me. Uh, I'll, I'll just do mine quickly. Xenoblade Chronicles, the original, uh, because there was a lot of hype before I played it. Uh, Are you hyped for it? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I hadn't played a good JRPG in a long time. Okay. And um, I, well, I bought my new, th- new 3DS for it. <laughs> So, um, but you know, there had been the whole campaign to bring it over here from Japan, um, for the Wii and then it was released on the 3DS, new 3DS. And yeah, I absolutely lived up to the hype. Um, another one, Metroid Prime, um, for GameCube, because that was the first Metroid game in years, years and years. And, uh, maybe Fusion came out before that, but you know, the first really big Metroid game. Yeah. Definitive Metroid game. Yeah. Since Super Metroid. And uh, Super Metroid is probably one of my favorite games of all time. And there was a lot of hype about Metroid Prime, but it totally changed the format. Like, so this is this big kind of unknown going in. Like, is is this actually going to work? And somehow, Rare, I, I have just never played a game, maybe other than Mario 64, that they translated the original 
formula. This is actually probably better in terms of translating the original formula to 3D. It's a totally different perspective, like first-person perspective. Yeah. It, shocking how well it worked and how it kept the atmosphere and the whole feel of the series. And so I was in love with that game. That was a, that was a great, great game. Lived up to the hype for me. Finally, I really got to have that experience. I think I played Prime first, and then I played the older Metroid games retroactively. Oh, okay, I remember okay. how it scared you. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, like you, it, I used to be like, oh man, I was playing Metroid Prime last night. It was so dark. I just got so scared. Well, I was alone in my fucking dorm room, uh, playing at, n- at night. It's my freshman year of college, actually. Well, you got kind of creepy at points. <laughs> Oh, shut up, Alex. <laughs> just shake it. Don't give me that little nod. Yeah, little nod. <laughs> yeah, but that's oh, really nice, man. like GameCube graphics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> awesome. She is just sitting on a throne of judgment right now. <laughs> she really is. It's okay. I don't have a problem saying I was scared at moments. That's okay. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think that when I get really into a game, I- I'm probably more capable of being uh, scared on a psychological, not like jump scares. I'm talking like psycho- creepy level than a lot of people i think I well i can't really judge because really random things scared me back then yeah like um when ocarina of time came out i fucking hated what are the zombies guys called again oh yeah the um i know who you're talking Re-deads? about yeah Re-deads? yeah there's some weird name they fucking terrified me i hated them yeah i can see that their weird little humpy motion that they did when they attacked you <laughs> like and just the fucked up music that played so like i got genuinely terrified when it was like nighttime okay. ocarina of time or um, Mario 64 and like the fucking underwater eel thing mm. scared the shit out of me. Oh, you have like an but... underwater thing though. Under- yeah. Yeah, underwater phobia. <laughs> nice. I'm, um... only, I'm only afraid of failure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's your number three? <laughs> number three. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Because I liked the first two. I actually thought... I was kind of disappointed in Vice City in that the landscape wasn't that great. Like all I, flat. I actually liked Vice City better than San Andreas. No, I love Vice City, but really when it came down like with the replay value at the end, like the, there was no, you know, no mountains to go jumping off of or yeah. big hills and so I was super hyped for San Andreas and that game was one of the most hyped games of all time at the time. Well, they uh, really updated the engine for yeah, that game. Yeah, I'm mean, well, just just huge expansive ass game for uh for the time and yeah, it lived up to the hype for me. So, did you play that back in the day? I um, played a little bit of GTA. We had Vice and San Andreas, but I was honestly just never like a fan of the series. Really? The gameplay just didn't appeal to me. What about the newer ones? Still not really a big of a fan. Still not feeling it. Huh. Still much, much more of the same. Like I don't really like those kind of like um, third-person action-oriented games like that, or like Just Cause, where you like go around and blow things up yeah. and whatnot. Like, eh, I just get bored. It's not your thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I just like the jump shit on the Fagio. Vagio was probably like the best part of it. Yeah, for me. that was that was the best part of Vice City. That was awesome. We did so many jumps with we did so many Fagio jumps in Vice City. It's okay. funny how we we used to be able to make single player games kind of like a multi person experience like that. We take turns like jumping stuff. I wonder if younger kids still do that with We consoles. spent so much time playing that. We spent so much time playing um Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Good old PS2 days. Oh, you know what? I should have gone for Dynasty Warriors um, 5 Empires. You're right. That did live up to the hype. Dynasty Warriors 5 Empires. That game was the Even shit. the hype was all our own, built up in our own heads. <laughs> but I, it was one of my day one purchases because I was so excited. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was probably the last Dynasty Warriors lived up to the hype, too. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. <laughs> well, we will end it there. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, and, thanks for uh, listening. <laughs> yeah it didn't it sound very sincere no, no it didn't I don't, I don't like our I'm audience I'm still being judged by Alex for being scared of Metroid Prime so <laughs> no and I'm just up in my head thinking about other things that scared the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> alright catch you next time bye bye, bye.